little history lesson tonight right here on Branded After Dark. Your man Branded in the house tonight. And you know what? To be honest, I've been waiting and anticipating this day for like, you know, for a while, for a long time now. I mean, you know, you're listening to historic music and classic music, music that people can actually listen to 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 years from now. And, and, and it always stays timeless, timeless and it always stays classic for a lot of different reasons, sentimental reasons, emotional reasons, relationship-wise or whatnot. But I'm just glad everybody's here tonight listening to what we have in store for you tonight. Like I said, this is Branded After Dark, and not only are we blessed by having iconic figures of the Manhattans here, we also have Miss Jan Gay, wife of the late Mar Marvin Gay. She'll be on a little bit later on, but first, and foremost, I have my man in the house tonight, Mr. Hardy of the Manhattans. And how are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, man. I'm hanging in there a little bit under the weather, but I just had to call and um, thank everybody for um, being there for us. It'll be 50 years in another two years that the Manhattans have been in existence. So, hey, we just doing what we got to do to keep on the legacy, my man. But thank you so much man. for having us there. And still going strong, and, and it's, it's funny how you mention, um, you know, 50 years, and, you know, of, of course, I'm in my 30s, and at the same time, it's like, you know, I've grew up so much listening to um, a, a lot of music that influences me today, and um, the, the, the different types of age brackets that kind of creeps into the Manhattan's fan base it's getting younger and younger from what I'm understanding. I don't know if you knew that, but it's, you know, you, you have people in the, in the in, you know, not just the 30s, but also the 20s and late teens that still listen to the Manhattan music. You, you knew that, though, right? Um, yes, sir. We usually see a lot of um, the, the grandparents and then the, the parents and now the, the, the grandkids, you know, coming to the shows and stuff. But we noticed that, you know, that our music has endured, you know, over the years. And, and that's the thing, you know, is that, um, you know, it, it is something when you can look back and you can see the history of something. And it still is just as fresh as it was when it first started. And, and that's the good thing, you know, is that everybody does accept um, our music. And, and that's the good thing. You know, it's not lost in the shuffle like a lot of other things in life may be. But this music, love music, and, and will always be. It'll always be here. Because after you dance all night long with that fast right. stuff, it got to be a slow song somewhere. Hopefully it's one of that song, but it got to be somewhere. No doubt. No doubt. And, I mean, you know, in the song that we just heard right here, I mean, you know, that that's 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 a song for many, many a breakups and happened to that song, man. And you know, it's a lot of songs that's been done throughout the years, but you know, it's you know, the emotional attachments is is definitely one of the reasons why I feel like music is is, is an evolution and it's always going to evolve if treated right and if the the legacy can be maintained by the appreciation. Like to me, I feel like even though the um you know the fan base, even though it's you know it spans different generations, you know, there there's still, of course, I feel in my book that the Manhattans and other groups need more uh, need more of an avenue just so they can be able to get other people even younger or
people appreciating what music means to them nowadays, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, it's it's funny um, when when you talk about music because if the world, if you just thought about it, if the world was without music, where would we be? No doubt. You, you know, and, and that that's that's the thing, you know. But like I said, we're just so happy that you know that our fans are, are still supporting us, and not only us. But a lot of our friends, such as the Shylines, the Stylistics, the Delphonics, the Blue mm -hmm. Notes, I mean, I could just go on and on and on. And um, the tour that we usually be on, which is called the um, 70 Soul Jam Tour, when you come out and you see that mostly all of the venues that are being played by these artists, they're always sold out. Right. But yet, but yet it seems like that you don't hear too much of our, our music in in the mainstream time period mm -hmm. on on radio and stuff, you know. But that's what I always been startled about. That wow, how could everything be sold out as far as concerts go? But yet you don't have room to put the the music that has been a foundation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The music that has Amen been a to foundation. That. You know, for for the the younger artists that's coming along now and stuff, man. And but hey, you know, it is what it is, and we're gonna keep on doing what we gotta do. And as long as you got the internet and you can get downloads and iTunes and everything else like that, I guess our our stuff will live on. You know, our music will live on. So that's absolutely, absolutely. You know, and 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 one of the things that 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 I've actually wanted to ask, you know, ever since that we we put this uh this interview together is. Not only what 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 are the Manhattans up to, um, one question, but the other part of the question is um, how have how have you managed to you know change with the times? I mean, like you just said, the internet, uh, the online radio, the, the the Facebook and Twitter and all these social media networks. How how have you guys been able to adjust to um, just the new wave of how music is done now? Well, I think it just. It's just where it becomes automatic, you know, and that's all in the business end. See, it's not just about performing because right. you're an entertainer. You have to know what the business end is. And, you know, and, it's, and basically it's a job. The more you network, you know, the more that you're going to be known, you know. So mm -hmm. it, it's a thing like that. But we, got, we have a hell of a marketing manager in uh, Miss Sharon Cadetas. I think she was contacting you um, to get, you know, to get us on this interview, you know, but she Absolutely. has worked with us diligently over the last, like, two, three years, you know, and um, we just sat down and we said, now how are we going to project the group to go to the next step for the next 50 years, you might as well say, you know, mm -hmm. how are we going to do this, you know, so lately we've been in the studio, um, we're, we're um, going to put out a new CD, but right now we're in the pre-production stages of that CD. I think we're on the third or the fourth song, if I'm not mistaken, you know. All right. Um, yeah, so we, we're looking to put out something mostly, maybe by, by the summer, I say, at least a single will be out by then. When the completion of the CD will be, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, um, there's so many, much material that we're, we're going through now, you know, but in the process of that, we're also working with um, 
uh, outside project that um, um, is, it was started up by a young lady named uh, Miss Annette Williams, and um, mm -hmm. it's called the KIE Project. And that project is, is dealing with um, the environment, you know, and, um, and showing the people that, you know, environmental um, hazards um, throughout the world as, as far as different chemicals and stuff like that, how, how it could um, change you as, say, as a person. You know, um, and we're just giving back to the community. That's, a, that's another another project that we're working on called um, Showcase of Dreams, working with um, wayward children, you know, of all walks of life that have their own um, um, their own talents, you might as well say. And, and what we do is we, we put together a, a, a performance and let them perform their talents at this show. You know, and we give them out awards and, 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 you know, and scholarships and stuff like that. We've been working with that for maybe about maybe seven, eight years, you know. Wow. So there's a lot of things that we want to get into. There's an awareness um, program that we started that um, a lot of our performances, um, we're going to um, do a lot of performances for research, such as for diabetes, for um, cancer, for um, um sickle cell and stuff like that. So it's a lot of things that we're getting into to give back to the community and back to the people, you know, that have supported us over the years. Man, and you know and you know what? Um that's something that I feel like the 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 nation, I, I know the fan base if they if they're checking for you, they're gonna know a lot of this. But for the people that probably didn't know or, or, or where to contact or find out, you know, wow, the Manhattan's is coming back with some new music? That's good to hear. And not only that, being proactive and active in the community, um, is, 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 to me, I think it's heavy. I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest hit or the biggest chart topper you'll ever have in life is to be able to provide that, to have that, to have that, um, to have that name behind you and to push your, your beliefs and the, and the fact that you want to, continue legacies lived through younger people, I mean, that, that that's bigger than any hit you can have, huh? Well, it's like this. If it wasn't for the public, there wouldn't be a Manhattan. No you doubt. know, and, and Mr. Bivens had wrote that song when he wrote, There's No Me Without You, and it's true. There is no us without the fan base, you know, mm -hmm. without the public, because they're the ones that put you out there you know, and they're the ones that keep you out there. So I feel that giving back to them is just a portion of what what could be done. You know, but just looking out and just helping one another in the world, period. That that's the good thing. You know, that's the good thing. If 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 you had pe people mm. that understood that, you know, there's a lot of selfishness in the world. You know, a lot of selfishness in the world. You know, and, and you know, it, it's just where you just got to put that to the side sometimes. You know, and hey, if there, there's somebody that needs some help, hey, reach out to them. You know, do something for them or for a community, you know, um, something that, that's a good cause. I mean, I think everybody can do something bad, you know, but um, do right. something good. Absolutely. I mean, I, I couldn't have I couldn't have put it in better words, and and, and, and it means a lot. And especially compared to um, just how the evolution of R&B and soul has, it's like you know what what you what you talking about as far as showing appreciation and love and 
and, and respect and things like that, I, I kind of feel like, you know, I, 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 I wasn't born and raised in the era where you began, but, you know, it, that torch seemed to have passed on to a generation and then following that generation. But, you know, a lot of people nowadays seem to realize or understand that, wow, you know what, the R&B and soul is, it doesn't have that purity anymore. I mean, do you kind of agree with that, or is there still hope for 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 the people like us that that really want to kind of grab on to really meaningful songs like it was back in the day? It's always going to be room for that. You know, it's always going to be room for that. Um, you you have to look at the 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 business end of of not only just music, but um, everyday life, you right. know, jobs and stuff like that. You, you have to look at the business and, you know, what is it that makes it tick? What is it that would continue the process of the product that you're selling or that you're mm -hmm. manufacturing to keep it going, you know, to make money? So, I mean, so you got to look at it like this. Music changes every second of the day. True. You know, it's how people accept it, you know, and ballads, which is the Manhattan's always been a balladeer group. But, you know, you, you, you know of heartaches, you know of, of hurt, you know of um, happiness, you know, and with these songs that the Manhattan's have um, recorded over the years, you know, it, it that's what it's about, you know, and people can relate to it. So I feel as long as you put out good material mm -hmm. that people can relate to, then it shouldn't be no problem. You know, it shouldn't that's be true. no problem. That is true. I kind of I kind of see it as, especially music, and, and what you said was you hit the nail right on the head about accepting like to me I think it's really up to us as media people and the fans to to be able to grab uh you know particular songs or songs that you know I always I always believe in you know try to make music that people will be able to listen to um you know 50 years from now and and and, and I always and I always saw it as that yeah you know but that just shows um the the longevity of of an artist as well as of a, of a song that an artist may sing, you know. Um, the longer that it that it stays in somebody's head, as far as two, three, four, five generations down the line, and they still mm -hmm. are relating to that song, and that song is still, you know, being being heard, then that's the endurance of, of, of the song. So, and, and that's what you want. You know, you want it to just last and last and last and last. What, what about songwriting, too? I mean, I, I know there's a lot of responsibility in regards to that. So when you're sitting down either with the group or, or, or by yourself and you're coming, coming up with, a, with, a, you know, with something that you, you want to have that you can be able to get out to the people, like what, what's your mind frame when you actually go into songwriting? Well, it, to me, as, as far as me, as, you know, as, as a songwriter, um, everyday life, you know, you could see things or you can live things and you can write about them because mm -hmm. you have, you know, because you're subject to them. So right. to me, a song is about a story. 
You're just telling a story. You know, and I'm almost certain. You could tell, you can talk to anybody and tell them about your whole life. Am I right? That's true. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yep, it's just right. putting it in, into context to make a song out of it. <laughs> you know? And and, and just, just think about it. Just think about some of the lyrics on some of these different songs that you might um, love or you might have heard or something like that. And, you know, and it's, it's about experience. It, it, it's what's happening there. You know, it's just real. So when somebody's writing about a breakup song, they probably really went through that. Like, it was really a, a tearjerker situation where, hey, you know what, I got I to gotta get this out. In a lot of ways, it's therapy too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put it to you this way. You know, it's, it's to the point where if you can tell somebody of your hurt, of your happiness, you know, mm -hmm. of your joy, and they accept it, and... It's where it it it, it makes a, a mark on on you as a person or on you as a group or an artist, then go with it. You know, but a lot a lot of these songs are life experiences. You know. Let, let me ask you this, and we have, and we have uh, Mr. Charles Hardy of the Manhattan's on Branded After Dark, and uh, you know, I, I I think it's time real quick to at least. You know, put you know, we're we're gonna say this is Charles Hardy, MD, not just a, a, a iconic Manhattan group member, but you know, we're 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 gonna put on a psychiatrist hat for you real quick. You know how you know how um, you know the the marriages nowadays it just seem like you know the divorce rate is real high. It's in the high fifties. Um, you know, the songs are kind of like really like separating themselves from really sentimental music versus you know, the one-night stand type of music, which people kind of seem to vibe with, I guess, in a lot of ways. Um, do you kind of see the fact that there's a lot of broken marriages correlate with some of the songs not being as, you know, pro-marriage in, <laughs> in certain ways? Oh, I Dr. Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not no therapist. <laughs> you know, I'm not no therapist. I, uh, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't answer that. I'll tell you the truth. I couldn't because um, I'm not in that field. You know, so right. I don't know. You know, I'm only one individual. You see what I'm saying? So that's to right. me, if music is good and people can relate to it and it helps them to get by, then so be it. So be it. I never will forget. This was last summer. We was in Katona Park in the Bronx, and um, we had just finished performing, and we was going to the back stage area, and there was this lady, and she was going through security, and security had stopped and stuff like that. She said, no, I just want to talk to the man. Please, let me talk to the man. Let me talk to him. <laughs> and I saw this, and I said to the security guard, I said, let her through. Come on, let her through. And she said, look, she said, all I wanted to do was tell you gentlemen that I loved your show. Thank you so much. She said, mm -hmm. three hours ago, I was home, and she said, I was getting ready to commit suicide. Mm. It's a true story. I'm not making this mm. up. She said, I was committing to, she said, I was going to commit suicide. She said, 
um, my life is just so messed up and this, that, and the other, and, and with the drugs and all, just all of it. She said, but my friend called me up and said, I'm going to see the Manhattans at Katona Park. Do you want to come? And she said, it must just must have been God, because she said she just dropped everything that she was even thinking about doing and just came to the show. And she said that she was wow. out there watching us perform. She said tears were just coming down her face because she knew what she was thinking about to do three hours prior to that show. And right. she said, I just wanted to thank you guys that once I heard your songs and it brought back memories and a good time. And this stuff, I'm just so happy I didn't do what I was going to do. You know, wow. and that right there, I mean, it just touched us so much because it's like, wow. You know, so you never know what's going through somebody's mind. But like I said, if the music can change it, you know, and change them to go into a positive direction, right. you know, then, hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I mean, what you said right there, and it's, you know, and people tend to forget, man, the power of music. Like, the music is good music and music that, will will mold and shape people to last a lifetime like you know i'm I'm heavily influenced by manhattan's music and i know it's a lot of listeners out there that do the same so anytime that you know you have somebody of that stature on there it's you know when, when it all comes down to it and, and and i know you you know this as well like the gift that you have is definitely god-given so for you to be able to share that to the public and to all these you know hundreds and thousands of listeners that not just is on right now but Throughout the throughout the globe, it's 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 a big thing. This power of music, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like I said, take music away from the world, and what do you have? You see what I'm saying? So I mean, hey, what do they say? Music um, soothes the savage beast. Absolutely. Right. You know. But yeah. But but <laughs> it is something. You know. It is something though. And like I said, people can relate to it because the songs. You know, they can relate to it because. Their experiences that they might have been through or experiences that somebody else might have been through or they know somebody that's been through, you know, so they can always relate to a song, especially the lyrics in a song, because it's hitting home somewhere. Mm. That is heavy. That is heavy. Yeah. And um, before I let you go, um, if there's places where people can actually go if, if they want to book the Manhattans if, if, you know, a promoter is listening right now. I've had a few of these questions come up in the last 10 minutes. How can they contact um, you or your staff to be able to set some things in motion? Oh, well, they can they can always go. You can get us on um, Facebook, which is um, just the Manhattans, or even you can go to, um, to our site, um, there's so many websites that we have, but I'm going to give you all the easiest one. You can just email me directly at um, hdancetoalovesong1 at aol.com um, or either um, I'll give you my personal number. <laughs> you have to make it on. Hey. I wouldn't say hey. it on the phone. So if they call you, <laughs> you can give it to them. You know? <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hey, you do that, you're gonna have all kinds of people calling in. You know, yeah, yeah. We, you, you know, we was playing around with the whole therapist thing. You know, you're gonna have that. You're gonna, hey, hey, Mr. Hardy, I got a question. And I'm having a bad day today. Like, what, what do you recommend for, uh, you know, for me to get through the day or something like that? You're gonna have, woo, you have a whole bunch of people out there. Just, well, 
You go to the Bible. That's what you do. You go to the Bible. Hey, you pray. And there you, you go. Ask God to help you. You know, because I'm the only human, and He put me down here just like He put everybody else. <laughs> you know, so I can't get the miracle, but he, he Amen to that. Amen to that. Man, I I want to thank you. I mean, I I know you're not feeling well, so I definitely want to want to say get get well, and and please make sure you you come back and hang out with me. And the moment you guys um start. You know, leaking out a brand new single. Make 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 sure you uh bring it over here to Branded After Dark to to debut it. Oh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much, man, for having us. You know, and anything we could do for you, um, just give us a call and uh, we do what we can do. And and the same here. And I will definitely be in contact with your staff, and and I will put together something that I feel like you know we can do to help. Uh, continue this this line and this uh, legacy that the Manhattans are continuing to push. And, you know, the legacy is yours. Like, you guys can retire from the business and, and don't do nothing else. But the simple fact that you guys are coming out with something else, something more to give to not just the, the, the new fans, but also to us diehards, that's, that's big, man, and I appreciate that. Well, hey, we just thank you all for the support over the years. And, and, and I do want to say this. That, um, that the Manhattans, um, Mr. Edward Sonny Bivens, who is the founding member and the leader of this group, you know, him, um, also our bass singer, Mr. Alvin Bazant, our lead singer, Mr. Lee Williams, our first tenor, Mr. Harsey Candyman Hemphill, and myself, we just appreciate the love that everybody has given us over the years, you know, and that's just like our other brothers, um, Mr. Winford Blue Lovett, and Mr. Gerald mm -hmm. Austin, who has been part of this family, you know, and still part of this family for years. A lot of people, you know, remember the Manhattans back in the 60s, you know, Absolutely. when the original lead singer, Mr. George Smith, was living, and the baritone, original, uh, baritone singer, um, Mr. Uh, Richard Taylor, was living, and then when they passed away, and, and then um, when um, Blue Lovett and Kenny Kelly, when they retired, you know, and then when Jerry Austin, he went solo. But nevertheless, we are still family. We're always going to be family. And Absolutely. simple as that, you know. Um, and definitely want to give a shout-out to the original road manager, who is our consultant, and he works with us um, still to this day after 48 years. That's Mr. Toy Cates, Jr. Um, he's still with us, you know, and then he's still holding down, holding down the fort with everybody, but um, we just want to say um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, that that's the power of the legacy, when you can be able to continue the name, and, and the name will still continue to, to, to reign supreme for decades on end, and that's, that's your hard work uh, amongst everybody else in the group, you know, the ones that's still here and the ones that's resting in peace, too. So, you know, again, I, I can't thank you enough, man. Like I said, being a fan first means a lot to me, man. Trust me. Well, hey, we appreciate it. Like I said, anything we can do, uh, just give it a holler. And you got Sharon's um, email and, and her number, and you can always call our marketing manager. You can call Sharon, and we do what we got to do, you know, to make everybody happy. Hopefully, it's you that way. Hey, and you, you, you done made a whole bunch of listeners happy by you being on this show tonight, man. So get better, drink, okay. drink, uh, drink tea or whatever it is you got to do, man, and get well. And I'll definitely oh, yeah. be in touch with you. Okay, thank you so much, Brandon. All right, take take care. All right, that is Mr. Charles Hardy of the Manhattans. We're back after this.